you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Well, hello there, and welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life, episode 37. Today, we are stepping deeper into what I call awesome April. I feel like we need a little pick-me-up, and um, we also are kicking it into a different gear. And so, in some ways, we can look at it into, we're kicking it into a higher gear because we're up-leveling, but sometimes we need to kick it into a lower gear to do that climb. And so, I'll let you decide today <laughs> where you are at with that. And we're starting off with that first pillar that I talked about last week, relationships. And I'm coming to you live here from Colorado. I'm hiding here, not hiding, but you know, hanging here in my room as um, everyone else is slowly but surely waking up for the day. Uh, it is a non-ski day, so everybody is in the house. Um, so yeah, speaking of relationships, I can talk about that all day. So for today, you know, I wanted to get a little more specific because I've talked about relationships in general a lot, and I do. But I wanted to, to talk to you a little bit about the topic of primary relationship or relationships. And it's not something that most of us ponder very often. And so I thought, you know what, today let's do this. This will definitely kick you into a different gear with your relationships. So of course, when I mention relationships, my first thoughts kind of go, you know, to a relationship with divine, that connection. And then, as you know, I teach relationship with ourselves, like that's primary. And that's a shift, of course, because most of us focus on the relationships with others. And so for today, that's what we're doing, though. We're focusing on our primary human relationships, those that can ebb and flow, you know, during the different stages of our lives. And I thought, you know, it's really worthwhile to dig into that because it will give you a fresh perspective, I think. And, you know, uh, for all you animal lovers, I hear you. I think a lot of us think, wow, our pets are kind of our primary relationship. And so, of course, um, some days our pets make, make the top of the list, right? I often say animals are easier to deal with than people. But for today, just so that we can explore and evaluate a little, let's just stick to the humans in our lives because it's worth it. So we're all looking for these primary relationships. Uh, and if we have them, if they're healthy and they're secure, we will we will definitely thrive more. I mean, there's so many studies out there, you know, about happiness and about fulfillment and joy, the things that I talk about. If we are in relationship, in healthy relationships, um, that will just more naturally happen. And also, our relationships do say a lot about us, right? I mean, some people are really social and they need a lot of people in their lives and others choose just to have a few. And then there's some who feel like they're constantly getting hurt by other people and they're wounded and they're having a hard time trusting. Some people isolate themselves from others because they just don't know how to relate. You know, we all communicate differently. Uh, it goes, you know, communication and relationship goes hand in hand. This is kind of where the beauty of life comes forth, but then also a lot of the self-sabotage and the insecurities can really come into play. The bottom line is we all want safety and belonging. You know, it's a basic need. 
think of the hierarchy of needs and um, it's, it's at the bottom. And then from there, you know, we basically create our life, you know, our relationships are foundational. And um, so I thought, let's just start with a couple of thoughts. And by now, you know, I'm always big on questions. It just, it's a way of getting our brain to be curious and then it involves every part of our brain. So we're not just asking about our lives from the ego and from the part that wants to keep us safe, the part that's looking at the hierarchy of needs. If we really sit with these questions, then we're going to be more able to ask it from the, the, the part of our brain that is adventurous, is going to take some risks, is going to go for what it wants. So grab a pen if you want to, write some of these down or all of them, and you know, take time to, to answer them later um, or now as we go. Okay, so um, first of all, who comes to mind when I ask, who is your primary relationship or relationships? Like who immediately comes to mind? And, uh, you know, a few hints, they can be different in different times of our lives. You know, I think for sure when I was younger, it was my mom and then my dad too, but my mom and I were definitely, you know, she would be my go-to person. And then, you know, being married, I think of that my, being my husband. And of course, my kids are definitely really involved in part of that. Um, and so for those of us who are single um, or who, you know, maybe that aren't necessarily in quite a great marriage, there might be somebody else who actually is your primary relationship. And just start asking, like, who comes to mind? And no judgment, like, write them down. And you could have one, you could have eight, you know, that's really... Um, that's really up to you. And then second thing to ask yourself when you're looking at the list um, is, is, are these relationships mutual? Do these people see me as primary in their life? And the next question is, does it really have to be? Um, you know, we'll talk a little more about this later in the podcast, but sometimes others see us as theirs, um, but you might not necessarily feel the same way. And then, so without judgment, like, is that okay in your life? Do you kind of like that? Or does it feel uncomfortable? Some of those questions. So yeah, does it, is it a mutual thing? And then third, what are your expectations of them or yourself? You know, when you think, okay, they're primary. Are you considering their feelings and thoughts more than your own? You know, is it balanced? Are you allowing for seasons in your own life and their life? You know, sometimes you feel really close, sometimes you don't. And this is related to two, right? The mutual piece. But are you letting others know how you want to be treated? And are you letting them know, you know, what's important to you? And I think when you're asking yourself these questions, you start to see like the richness of your relationships, but then you start to see some of the gaps. And so I'm asking you these just so you can kind of, you know, dig in a little deeper to notice some of those. And, and I can tell you, like, I'm going to tell you kind of some of the patterns I've noticed in a minute. But it's really mostly what you want and what you need in your life. I think when we can create that, you know, um, definition of what we really want and need in relationships and we honor that, the, the questions are not going to be the same answer for everybody or have the same answer, if that makes sense. So some of the patterns I've noticed in my work with women. So we're kind of, you know, focusing on women here. Um, it's a, Relationships are a major trigger possibility, <laughs> but they're also probably one of the hugest growth opportunities. Uh, other people, you know, um, are mirrors for us. And some of the trends, you know, um, a lot of women put their kids before their husbands, uh, and vice versa, but we're talking about ladies here. And then another one is to um, a lot of women fall into that codependent relationship pattern. And, you know, it's that's kind of a term I don't love, but it's, it's basically when, you know, we kind of lose ourselves, put everybody else first. Um, and then when we also start expecting others 
to give us something that they really just can't give us. And so it's kind of that push-pull. And you'll probably notice some people get really stuck in that. And you can look at your friendships or I mean, maybe even your marriage or your relationships with your parents. Like when somebody wants something from you, either you can't or you're unwilling to give it to them, um, they, there's going to be that push-pull. Uh, so that's kind of a pattern that I see. Another pattern that I see often is with, with women is that when somebody behaves or speaks a certain way to us, we create meaning around about like who we are. So, you know, if they see us in a certain light, we, we create that meaning. And I think that's why, you know, in society nowadays, we're trying to find our place more and define who we are. But, you know, all of the other exterior things are really influential on us. Uh, and I just, I think the overall pattern that I've seen with the women I work with is that we all want really healthy relationships and we all want, um, to be healthy in those relationships, if that makes sense. And so you're on the right path if you're feeling a little bit dissatisfied with the way others show up in your life or the way that you show up in your life um, in relationship because that means you're you're kind of uncomfortable and that's going to cause more growth. And, you know, yeah. So what I recommend next after you've kind of looked at these and listened to some of the patterns I've seen, there's more, but those are just a few, I would, I would love for you to define what primary relationships mean to you or for you. And I mean, it's kind of like, it could be related to the other areas in your life. It could be um, how you feel around them, like quality time. Um, it's, yeah, it's like the feeling you get, maybe even some of the activities that you do. And if we're being intuitive and allowing our hearts to speak, we can kind of come up with a, like a creed or, you know, a sort of friend, like primary relationship manifesto, so to speak. And it can be really fluid and it can, it's going to change. And I think that's one of the other pieces is that we have to take into account that relationships do change over time and therefore our primary relationships will. And if we have a secure definition in what we are going to put out in the world and to accept into our lives, it will be more likely to have healthier, deeper primary relationships. It's kind of one of those really clear concepts of when our relationships improve, our lives will improve. But I think a lot of times we're just so focused on living our lives and trying to make it better that we forget about the relationship part. And, um, you know, circling back um, to where we started in the beginning, when I started with, you know, when I think of relationship, I like to focus first on divine and then ourselves. Um, imagining when you think about it that way, if you are really working like through that with your relationships in mind, it's going to have a major impact on your human relationships. It's going to um, totally create um, a different a different way that we relate. And so I would just, you know, encourage you to, you know, jot down those notes um, in review, just the couple of thoughts, you know, it's like, like for you, who, who's on that list for you? Is it mutual? Does it even have to be? Um, and what are your expectations of them or yourself? Are you falling into some of these patterns that I mentioned? You know, like where we're looking to, to others, or we're we're not putting the person who's primary in our life in the forefront um, when it would really actually help us. Um, just some of those things to think about. You know, I I'm we're out on vacation with another family, and we're here with the kids and the husband, and you know, there's a lot of relationship dynamics going on, and it's interesting because you know. I totally consider my husband to be my primary human relationship. We've been married for about 21 years now. And so it really, he really is a focal point in my life. And, but, you know, I think 
um, I was talking about that with the other mom and she was kind of like, yeah, I think one of our sons is my husband's primary relationship, kind of jokingly. And the son and her husband kind of looked at her like, what? But she was basing that on the time they spend together. You know, so the way we define that is important to investigate. And of course, my son said, well, the dog is yours, mom, uh, which to, you know, to um, his credit, our dog is so sweet and very easy to be in a relationship with. But I think it's it's not mutual, right? Like the, the dog thinks that I'm his only person and I have a lot of people and I also have a cat that adores me. So, you know, it's kind of like that where it doesn't have to be exclusive or one or only. And if you ask my husband to define our relationship, I think he would say primary, but it would look much different than the way I feel. And he has definitely been the relationship in my life, um, aside probably from my family of origin. And I guess the kids will put it all in there. But especially for him, because I've allowed myself to be more vulnerable and to show more of myself to him than probably anybody else in the world. And it's been such a growth area, because like I said earlier, other people are mirrors to us. And so if you look at your if you start looking at relationships a little deeper, think about it as a mirror, like, huh, this person's in my life for a reason. What am I to learn? How am I to uh, be there for them, but also ask for what I need from them? And why are they triggering me or why aren't they, you know? And it's really interesting because I've had certain relationships in my life where for a while, I mean, we were really close, you know, I especially think about friendships. I mean, there's so much going on in our lives that female friendships can ebb and flow pretty easily. And it, when seasons of life change, sometimes they end or they shift or, you know, they go from bestie to more like acquaintance and you still care, but you just don't have the time or capacity to, you know, invest in that relationship as much. And as women, I think we really, um, really struggle to define exactly what I'm talking about today and to be okay that with the fact that we can't have so, so many primary relationships, especially, especially if we are married and especially if we have children who, you know, who need us it, um, or parents who are aging, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast, but we, we, but we also don't want to give that up. And so I think, you know, primary relationships in our life, looking at that, but then also knowing that as women, we need community and, and we need, we need other women in our lives. And so, you know, just a little extra tidbit, you know, if your husband or your mother or somebody is your primary, look closer a little at your friends because part of the reason I'm here is to draw women together too. And so digging into that and finding out, ooh, this this friend, you know, we have this in common, so we have we love doing this together, um, or this friend over here, you know, you can find the the friend or two that you can go to and be crying, blubbering, and all that. Then you have some who you're like, I'm gonna go on a hike, and I know they're gonna be game for it, or you know, on and on. And the more you are okay with who you are when you show up to each relationship you have, the more growth you'll have. I mean, you know, so that definitely puts you in a different place if you're willing to answer these questions and to look at that, you know? Um, and of course, relationships, it's one of my pillars, right? And so I never, and I use that word lightly, um, I never actually have a client conversation session where we don't talk about one of their relationships, right? Um, it's huge in the healing and, you know, in the processing of our lives, because like I said, we, they're, they're mirrors, you know, who's in our space is really important. And it's a huge part of the coaching that I do and the healing that I do. So, you know, if you, 
<laughs> you know, if you get to the point where um, you're like, I feel like I could show up differently or I want others to show up differently in my life. I put it up with too much. Then please reach out. I have numerous ways where we can dig into that. So, you know, spans spanning over six months or just a half a day together where we really dig in and we really define this for you. Sometimes we just need help defining what we want and need. So that is all I have for today. I am going to um, head out and hang out and be in relationship. It's my oldest birthday today. So we will be having some fun and a relaxing vacation day here in Colorado. I'm loving the mountains and the sunshine. That's good for the soul. So I hope this finds you well and I hope this finds you in a reflective state of you know who are your primary relationships and what do you want to be different in them? And do you believe that that can happen? So I will talk with you soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes the village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.